0: eschatological education. That is the key word for this episode. What is it and how did you pronounce it? We'll find out on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: It's the, it's the second-largest education system in the world. It's the Seventh-day Adventist education system. Now, as boring as that may sound, it's talking about an eschatological system of education. Well, what does that mean? As I said at the top of the, the show, in the teaser, it's talking about last-day events. Seventh-day Adventists are all about Jesus coming the second time, and we believe in an education system that will prepare people for Jesus' second coming. And there's a particular philosophy that comes along with it, and that's our topic for this episode of Inverse. I want to acknowledge my friends who are in the studio with me, and our dear sister Callie, who's joining us from afar. Hey, how you doing? And we're (laughs) going to hear from her soon when she prays for us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice transition. All right, let's pray. Uh, Father in heaven, we thank you so much for being here with us, and we thank you for the time that we can be together and study your Word I pray that as we study, as we discuss, and as we discover things together, that your Holy Spirit would guide us, Mm. guide our words, guide our hearts and our minds, and may we leave this time more educated in the most Christ-centered way. Mm. We pray this in his name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Israel, what are some episodes that you remember that we have already covered that uh, that have really hit you, that, uh, and it's good that we repeat some of these yeah. things. Just great thoughts, are like these m- m- like bombs, and we need to bring those bombs back in again. Mm-hmm. That's that a weird analogy, <laughs> but you know <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> <Bombs are exactly laughs> bombs. Um,
3: we we've talked about how the foundation of education requires an acquaintance with God. God holds the monopoly on truth, the monopoly on knowledge. Mm. What is when we when we discover God, when we discover the what knowledge is what do we find we find that god is love this is expressed at creation when he created the world the basis of creation is love mm-hmm. this is expressed again at redemption the basis of redemption is love and so uh education the purpose of it is to teach us about the love of god and then to teach us to love like god mm-hmm. and one of my favorite studies was um the studies of that teach us about the understanding of god also the fact that we are to love our fellow men as and women as you know, God loves us Mm -hmm, in Scripture. And mm so that's what we've been talking up to this point.
0: Yeah, we've hit these highlights on this topic of education. And to be honest, when I first saw that we're going to be talking about education, I'm like, ah, this is going to be some didactic, you know, weird, you know. No offense to all the educators out there. We we love you who you are, but it's just not my thing. (laughs) But going through each episode, this has been a very profound Mm -hmm. uh, study, not about education, not about academia, not about knowledge and how to understand things. It's really about life, really about salvation, really about redemption, spirituality. It's been very, very efficacious. Uh, We're looking at the topic of Adventist education. We want to differentiate. We're not talking about the actual system, the actual denomination. Mm But there is a there's a particular philosophy behind it that was intended so we want to encourage you for those of you who may not be familiar with the Seventh-day Adventist denomination check out there are PBS documentaries there's one called the Adventist there's one called Adventist 2 there's one on the Adventist system this is a very unique take on Adventist thing. education and it's not just going to school it is school but there is a particular and these are the particulars that we want to study on this episode mm-hmm. so Jonathan let's go to uh, Revelation chapter 14 mm-hmm. where we we get uh, the kind of the mission statement for the Adventist movement. Uh, verse 6 through,
4: through, let's just go 6 and 7 for now. Sure. Revelation 14, verse 6, it says, Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come and worship Him who made heaven and earth, the sea and springs of water. Okay, this is our mission statement, Mm -hmm. and this is where Adventists, so
0: Adventists are all about the second coming, where another word, another long, weird word, is eschatological, eschaton, last days. And people who are living in last days need to have a particular point of, Point of view, a worldview, a perspective in mm-hmm. education. Yeah. So, so bring this together, Israel. What what is going on in in Revelation, and how does that impact yeah.
3: education? Revelation fourteen has, especially if you talk to any Seventh Day Adventist around the world, this is a passage that every Adventist will be familiar with. Mm-hmm. As you said, it's the mission statement of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in many ways. And what we believe as Seventh-day Adventists is that this is a unique message that we have an understanding of, that Mm -hmm. we grasp, and that has become really the the basis upon which we operate. Mm -hmm. This is what separates us. doesn't make us better, but what separates us from the rest of other, you know, Christendom. Mm -hmm. Now specifically speaking to Seventh-day Adventists, when we think about this, we think about this from a mythological perspective. This is the mission of the church or a theological perspective. This is the identity of the church. But, On many different levels, this is the actually, this is the blueprint, the philosophical blueprint Mm -hmm. of Advent, of what it means to be educated. Mm. And there's a couple of things, if I can just quickly point out. First of all, when you look at the the first component of Revelation 14, Mm -hmm. it talks about a group of people also known as the 144,000. These individuals have... It says, the Father's name written in the forehead. That's like a symbolic way of saying the character of God has been reproduced in their lives. They mm-hmm. think like Jesus. They mm-hmm. they think they have the, the... So this isn't
0: literal. It's not right. that God's name is like tattooed on the forehead, as right. some people uh, assert but this is God's name his character written written by the spirit of God on their foreheads and their thinking
3: yeah has yes, been re- yeah has, has been that really written, yeah yep. and and it also says that 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 they follow the lamb wherever he goes mm-hmm. in other words they have had an experience with God fo- and that's probably the reason why they have the character of God because they have experienced mm-hmm. you know the the experience of God also when you get past revelation uh 14:12 it also describes them later on as these are the people that have Uh, Here's the patience of the saints here. Are they that keep the commandments of God and have the faith of Jesus? In future episodes, we're going to talk about the importance of faith Mm -hmm. in education. And so when you look at the language of Revelation 14, it's not only... Mi- uh, it doesn't just have a, a missions component to it, but it also has a very critical. If you look at it, wow. it has education language written all over mm-hmm. it. When you look at it through that lens, and so so you're this saying these
0: aren't just mere goals of which we be achieving, but there they, they are there's a very spiritual development component going on here. Yeah, yeah? there is a there is a knowledge factor keep going i mean i, I want to hear what you got to uh, say yeah. and so good. ultimately
3: <laughs> ultimately ultimately when we think about education we think about it as a system yeah right. we think about it in its mission yeah. but we never think about it as a theology mm-hmm. we never think about it as a theological philosophical foundation mm-hmm. and this is what revelation points out as as sure as there's an adventist theology and mission mm-hmm. there is a unique Adventist educational philosophy Mm -hmm. and that philosophy is ultimately the reproduction of the faith of Jesus in the life of the student Mm -hmm. that then enables that person to uh, to so be that a, still
0: that the goal of Adventist education, not denominational not talking about organizations, but in terms of the, these people who are living in the last days yes. is to have the name of God, the character of God mm-hmm. imprinted on the inside yeah right. on the inside
4: because essentially really the, the point of education is redemption mm. uh, we, we talked about this in previous episodes we, we, we realized that education is just the way God wants us to live in knowing Him, and being acquainted with Him, in, in having a deep connection relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. And as we grow in that relationship, a benefit of that relationship on this side of Heaven is salvation. Mm. And so, um, for those who are living, us, all of us living in these last days, we have a very special purpose in preparing the world, uh, helping people to have that kind of education that mm-hmm. really matters, which is character transformation. It is the becoming like Jesus in character, the mm-hmm. faith of Jesus, having the love of Christ in their hearts, mm-hmm. having a selfless, I think the previous episode we talked about selfless uh, character. Um, so it's, it's a beautiful work that God is doing in His way of education mm-hmm. in, in transforming lives and bringing them to the point where they are ready for, to, you know, to, to receive their Savior mm-hmm. when He comes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kelly?
2: Kelly? <laughs> And I love this because, you know, someone who, you know, as a high school English teacher for years, I'm a big fan of conventional education in a lot of ways. Um, And sometimes people who may have invested a lot in education or you're just a big fan of it, you can hear these kinds of conversations and be like, great. So everything I did was a waste of time. This is fantastic. Um, but that's not true. You know, Jesus can repurpose things you've learned. But also, for me, it excites me as a lifelong learner because it just, like, levels up education. Mm. Like, education is so much more than you thought it was. You thought you finished when you get a certain amount of degrees. No, no, no. This keeps going. And so people who are naturally curious, people who are lifelong learners, people who have that drive to to understand more and, and to grow, they actually find the the best fulfillment of those desires and those goals in true education Mm -hmm. and so i love that you know jesus doesn't like squash our plans he's like ah you want it too little let me show you all the things it's Mm -hmm. so much better than you Mm -hmm. thought it was
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i have some questions that that naturally emerge, and and this wasn't planned so maybe maybe just start thinking about but (laughs) is it possible to have an adventist education regardless of the denomination is it possible to have uh uh, uh uh to have the, the the character of god written in your hearts outside of a uh, an Avenist c- c- capital a uh, organization and then two yes. what if there are there Avenist uh educational institutions that d- don't do this uh, mm-hmm. is it always a one to one equal e- equal si- situation mm-hmm. kelly
2: <laughs> so no and then yes i think <laughs> to your questions <laughs> Of, yeah, so it, we're not, we're not saved by denomination, mm-hmm. right? So I'm not saved because I um, go to some of the Adventist churches. I'm saved because of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even we talk more about, it shows in Revelation 14 that people aren't saved. People are saved on all kinds of denominations and all over the place, and but it's it's the mentality and it's the connection with Christ that is essential. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely Adventist schools that are doing it right. Mm-hmm. There are Adventist schools that are doing it wrong, mm-hmm. and there are non-Adventist schools that are doing it right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not, yeah. I mean, we, it, I'd like to say that all Adventist schools do it perfectly, but
0: yeah, for humanity, yeah, so. yeah, that's fair enough, and I appreciate that perspective. What is what is that special factor yeah. that does make it mm-hmm. right? And 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 I want to get to that that core, John.
4: Yeah, uh, I think that what has happened is with our Greek mindset, we like to compartmentalize and make lists and and separate things. Mm. And so we have separated, not not us directly, but our you know the, the education system has separated. You know, you have the sciences, you have theology, you have all these things, and it's separated. And, and because of the separation, um, we are losing the power of true education. So. What Adventist education proposes is a holistic view, where the in, where the body, physical, the mental, the spiritual is all combined in the process of education and transformation. And so, God is not just interested in you know in us having good thoughts about Him. He's interested in, in the entire being being devoted to Him, mm-hmm. being you know living for God. And, and we talked about this in an earlier episode, just being filled with the presence of God and mm-hmm. just living a life for Him. Mm-hmm. So, Adventist education is about. Holistic education, mm-hmm. which includes every aspect of life. I want to come back to that, that holistic point. When we come back after the break, uh, Jonathan's
0: sounding a little bit too new agey for me and <laughs> abiding with all, you know, everything <laughs> coming together. What does he mean? Let's press him a little bit more after the break.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is inversebible, no spaces. Now back to the discussion.
0: All right, welcome back. We are talking about holistic education and the body and the spirit and the mind. Mm-hmm. That just sounds good, but how does that actually take place in the on the on on on, in, on the curriculum level? Or, or I mean, mm-hmm. so some people say, "Hey, go out and work out." and oh we're going to pray and then now go memorize calculus all right hey hey we do that well uh, what's how how do you bring mm. those two together is it something that you do or is it some a part uh, a, a perspective that you have that's different mm-hmm.
4: that's a very good question i mean i i don't know if i can give a perfect answer or, or if i've ever actually experienced a perfect way of doing this mm. but i believe it is it is where we bring God into every aspect of what we do. Mm-hmm. So, in teaching, my wife is a teacher, and she tries to, she's a math teacher and, and social studies teacher. Uh, so, when she teaches history, she tries to bring in the, the biblical prophetic you know, perspective on how we see history unfolding and how God's hand is working in history. Mm-hmm. In math, you can do the same thing, you can see God's genius in math. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, when it comes to education, it's not just for the mind, it's also the body. And it is um, not just for the sake of working out and being fit, it's also for the sake of, you know, developing a symmetric character, a symmetric uh, human being that is... <coughs> is 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 also able to use his physical strength to do good in the world mm-hmm. and to to live for God. Paul tells us to give glory to God in everything we do, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's eating or drinking or, you know, going to school, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's, it, it's taking a step back and bringing God into every aspect of of mm-hmm. what we do in, in this case, what you were mentioning is the school uh, curriculum, and stuff.
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I remember when I was uh, actually a gym teacher for, uh, for you, were a gym teacher? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was a what? physical what? education teacher, and I remember there are standards yes. that the government gives you, the state mm-hmm. gives you. I'm like, all right, boys have to do 15 push-ups, that our girls have to do whatever or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if you check that, da da da, you are now healthy. You are now part of the <coughs> American elite, you know, right. health health society. Well, that is totally an artificial construct. Mm -hmm. And rather than having some some outside imposed definition of Mm -hmm. health, uh, it was more uh, the Adventist perspective Mm -hmm. was that God made your body. Not only yes. He made it, He made it in His image so He has arms and legs and a body. Does right. He have arms legs and body? No. But does He have arms legs and body? Yes, in a way, in an image kind of way. And so in our endeavor to become healthy, we become more like God. So whether you're doing 5, 15, or 500, mm-hmm. it's this mentality to try to endeavor for better and better better rather right. than an artificial construct, uh, construct imposed upon you. Right. And then those who had that mentality, it was how their physical education performed that was matter It was when they got that that click and are like oh mm-hmm. i just got to become more like i'm just trying harder trying to be more like god trying to do better 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 it was that was physical education mm-hmm. and then in turn yeah that mm-hmm. impacted your, your spirituality that impacted right. your academics and and then the holistic thing happens but that that click mm-hmm. uh was kind of the magic thing that right. that i was getting for and then the privilege uh, to be an Adventist educator. Yeah.
3: Israel. Well, the, the, what's important about Revelation 14 is that I think first it sets, I think the most critical point about this study is that it sets the, f- it sets the foundation for the fact that there is a system of education that is unique in and of itself. Mm. Yes. As unique as the Adventist church has its theology and its medical system, In the very same way its educational system is intended to be unique Mm -hmm. now i think and that's the purpose of our next lessons we're going to talk about how the character and Mm -hmm. and the physical mental and spiritual things how these yeah how they come together but here Uh, Textually speaking, this this text that Adventists for a very long time have believed it to be the mission. I think it's important for us to note that we find the system of education there. We also find it in here historically. You know, we believe that there was a historical fulfillment of of Revelation fourteen in eighteen forty four, and when you look at the development of the Adventist educational system, there's also parallels there, right? Just as Revelation fourteen is being. Proclaimed, right? The fulfillment of it is being proclaimed historically. You also have the parallel system of evolution that it's now being promoted mm-hmm. simultaneously. Mm-hmm. And in reality, one of the key components of Adventist education was to combat that. Yes. And it was designed to combat that long before evol- evolution ever existed. Yes. The foundation of edu- this is where we get down, the foundation of education was always. Creation Mm -hmm. and it was always redemption. Creation and Revelation 14 reminds us we're in the time of a judgment. We need to remember our Creator. We need to remember creation. And so, if done correctly, the Seventh day Adventist system of education, although it might be individually practiced Mm -hmm. around the world, Mm -hmm. is God's gift through His church to the world. Mm -hmm. That it is time for us Mm -hmm. to focus on the development of the character of god in his young people yes. to be able to be a blessing to the world and <laughs> and this this i don't think harvard can do mm. this i don't think any other institution can do this is something that was gifted through the seventh day adventist church as much as revelation 14 is gifted through the seventh day adventist church yes. mm-hmm. and whether we have been successful at accomplishing that or not it's a different conversation mm-hmm. but it we will we will by god's grace accomplish this. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, in a way, when <clears throat> we look at Revelation 14, it says, you know, this angel is sim- symbolic for God's people proclaiming this, this message. in verse 6 here. Verse 6. Yes. So, this angel is proclaiming to every nation, tribe, and tongue and people, Israel was just saying, a gift to the world, saying with a lot of us, do all these things. Now, God, we know, is not a hypo- hypocrite. If He calls us to proclaim this, He calls us to live this. So, mm-hmm. fear God and give glory to Him for the hour of His judgment to come. It's not just, I'm telling you, to get your act together, it's like God is calling me to Mm -hmm. have a relationship with Him so I can exemplify and preach that, not just in words, but in actions in my life, Mm -hmm. uh, show what it looks like to live for God, not because I'm better, but because Jesus is in my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is a beautiful, beautiful work that God is doing for His people and for anyone who wants it, Mm -hmm. Um, to, to have a relationship, to fear God, to respect Him, to let Him into my life, to live my life for Him, give glory to Him. This is, as we saw already earlier, not just to speak, but my entire being gives mm. glory to God. I, 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 I glorify Him by being in harmony with Him and, and loving Him and, and being obedient to Him. Mm-hmm. Why? Because He's coming soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just beautiful. God is preparing us. He's not just going to show up. He's saying, hey, I'm coming. Get ready. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, join me. Co- be part of, of, of life as I have intended it for you to live. Mm-hmm. And He wants to do this through His Holy Spirit, through Jesus. He's given us everything we need. Um, yes. and, 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 you know, education, in God's way of education is preparing us for that day.
0: In, in chapter 14, the, really the apex is not the verses that we read, but the apex right. is at the end when Jesus is coming the second time. And so, these verses mm. before are preparing humanity, preparing mm-hmm. the world yes. for Jesus' second coming. And that's, the, that's what the word Adventist means. Advent means coming, the coming. And so, we believe in the second advent, as Scripture points to. Uh, Israel mentioned something about 1844. For those of you who may have no idea what he's talking about and what he's talking about, we really encourage you to go to uh, inversebible.org, inversebible.org. Mm. There you'll find Bible study guides. We especially recommend the series on Daniel. And you can go to Daniel chapter 2, 7, 8, and 9 and see where does 1844 come. Now, 1844 is not just some prophetic number and mm. it's not some boring prophetic history. But as Israel said, this is God's gift to humanity. Mm -hmm. The 1800s, especially in the 1840s, was a very turbulent time, especially when Darwin's idea of of evolution was emerging. Mm -hmm. There was different ideas of spiritualism, different ideas of, of, of all these isms were happening. And amongst all those isms comes this idea that Jesus is coming, taking the Bible seriously, Jesus in a heavenly sanctuary, that mm-hmm. God created all things through ex nihilo. All these things, all these ideas are coming. So, this is mm-hmm. a great, 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 exciting period of time. Mm-hmm. We really encourage you to study that out. And let us know wh- where your studies lead. And uh, this this episode may make a little bit more sense for those of you without that context.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, re- w- as, as much as I resonate with what Jonathan is saying, in terms of the beauty of of the system and the beauty of our message and and the idealism that it brings, mm-hmm. to me, what it also does is that it brings a solemnity into the times in which we live. Yes. In other words, the context of education here is is brought down into the context of a judgment. Yes. In other words, Jesus is coming, but there's also a judgment that takes place, and it is in this context that education finds its you know its its um, it's it's it blossoms. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it changes everything. It changes perspective. It changes uh, motivation mm-hmm. and motive. Mm-hmm. If we are living in this kind of context, then what kind of education should I have? Mm-hmm. What kind of education should I value? What kind of education should I promote? What kind of education should I pay for when it comes to educating my children Mm -hmm. and this is something i think that it's critical because it brings solemnity to the work of education Mm -hmm. we don't just take sociology because it's awesome we get to learn Oh, we get to learn about different cultures we don't Mm -hmm. study medicine Oh, because the human body is so awesome we don't study education because it is a beautiful thing to impart truth we do all these things because of the context in which we yes. in which we live.
0: That context, another word for it, is present truth. Uh, what is the Bible saying to describe these times, and how does the Bible prepare us, prepare human mm-hmm. beings for these times? And education is coming from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Callie, uh, do do uh, how is evidence education different from the educational systems of today, from your experience? I mean, you are someone who experienced education from <laughs> both parts, and. Is it all that, it's all that it's cracked up to be, as they say?
2: I, I definitely think so. You know, even though um, I blasted Adventist education a little bit, I think in the first episode, I'm also a firm believer that if I hadn't been in Adventist education for almost 16 years of my life, then I, I doubt I would have been a Christian at all. Um, one of the big reasons that I'm a Christian is because of one of my teachers. And, you know, and it was really just noticing her life and asking her questions. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity. You know, it's illegal in public education, in the U.S. at least. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have been able to have those kinds of, that kind of experience with her. So... You know, seeing, seeing your teachers and also just um, a lot of the teachers did do a good job of, of bringing whatever we were learning back to the Bible and back to a Christ-centered worldview. I'm uh, just talking about that same teacher again. She was my psychology teacher, and she made us understand, you know, the deeps and the ins and outs of all these different theories. But she always showed us that it all comes back to Christ mm-hmm. and understanding everything in its perfect context it requires an understanding of God, and so even though after high school I went to a public university, I kept that in my mind. My teachers are no longer saying that to me, but I'm like, okay, I need to reinterpret this, and I need to understand this in the context of Christ. Even though this teacher isn't giving it to me, Jesus Himself can give it to me. So that's a a key worldview that was trained in me young, which I'm very thankful for.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you're describing to me is an influence that that is far beyond maybe a pastor or an elder. Yes. It's someone who's actually. Yeah. Really reconstructing a world view and a, a laying the foundation for for a sal- salvation contact point mm-hmm. uh, it sounds yeah. like that these teachers were not merely teachers of information or even professionals but they were soul winners at their heart yes. uh, mm-hmm. and, and the, 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 yep. the ones that made an impact on your heart are are, are are soul winners in, in God's eyes. Yes. So this is this is an amazing gift that God has has given us. Okay. And I appreciate the your your testimony there, Callie. It, it attests to what, what uh, Israel was saying about the solemnity that we need in these days. So mm-hmm. it's not just about learning mm-hmm. information, getting straight A's, four Pano, getting. To a good college, marrying a good spouse, and getting that house and living a good life, but living in the context of these times. Yeah. Um, any any final words when it comes to Adventist education? Mm-hmm. Both of you are married to Adventist educators. You are, Callie, were a former Adventist educator. You still are in a certain way, and and, 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 yes. and we can talk
4: about that in another episode. But yeah, what, what any final words before we, we sign off? I think it's uh, uh, the, the Adventist educational system as far as the school system. Um, is facing challenges Mm -hmm. as we said i mean this world is against everything that the bible stands for Mm -hmm. and so it is not easy and then at the same time we want to give our young people the opportunity to be able to go to college and university so there are certain standards we have to meet in certain aspects so that's a challenge and but i believe that god is willing to give us victory and wisdom as we you know as we trust him and surrender to him to tap into his principles of education and to really um, I think a Reformation is needed in some places mm-hmm. or in some ways uh, for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I, I do also see the beauty and the blessing that as Kelly was just testifying of. So I, I, I think that God has more in store for us as we trust Him. In. Amen, amen. We want to encourage you to take
0: a different look and maybe go to your local Avenue school and, and send, I mean, give it a chance. And maybe you don't have an Adventist educational institutional system nearby. It's not about the denomination. It's not about the actual name, but it's taking these principles from Scripture and and, 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 uh, applying it into your own lives and taking Adventist education with a lowercase a, those waiting for Jesus' second coming, and taking education seriously in light of that perspective. Thanks, for jo- thanks so much for joining us. Hopefully, it's been a blessing for you. If you haven't, if you don't have no idea what we're talking about, go to inversebible.org for our Bible study guides or go to hopetv.org slash inverse for the past episodes. We'll see you next week here in Inverse.
1: You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Daco, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.